Hey everyone, welcome to Money Talk Sundays. I'm your investment bro, Stevie B. As I do these podcasts and segments, I'm constantly trying to improve, incorporate new things, test new things out, all to better serve you guys, the viewers and listeners. Today's segment is going to run a little longer than normal for the podcast, <clears throat> Excuse me, but I may break it up into sections for the YouTube channel. With that being said, I have a lot to cover today from the latest jump in crypto, from the possible Amazon co-sign to market reactions, from Chinese interference. So if any of these topics interest you, please stick around for the latest market news and forecasts. And here we go. Welcome again to the Money Talk Sundays channel and podcast. Hit that like and subscribe button. Let the world see there's some pertinent info being given out. Let's just get right to it. I'm going to speed through it as much as I can, but I'm not going to talk too fast because you do need to hear what I am saying. Now, over the weekend, crypto caught a second or maybe its third wind after running on fumes for the last couple of months. News did break out that there was a possible Amazon adoption of crypto, a particular Bitcoin before the end of the year. That news shot Bitcoin up from 31,000 to almost 39,000 and change. As we all know, as Bitcoin goes, so does the rest of the crypto market, respectively. But not long after that news broke, Amazon had to come out and say no. Amazon denied it will not accept Bitcoin as a form of payment by the end of the year. According to one spokesman from Amazon, notwithstanding our interest in the space, the speculation that has ensued around our specific plans for cryptocurrencies is not true. It's not happening. We remain focused on exploring what this could look like for customers shopping on Amazon. Now, a growing number of companies have started to accept cryptocurrency for payment, bringing an asset class that has been shunned by major financial institutions up until a couple years ago closer to the mainstream but again amazon is not one of them at least not yet side note amazon is looking to create their own coin so you know if they come out with their coin that coin is going to compete with the rest of the crypto space and they may do it exclusively so where in order to shop on amazon if you if you're not using cash it has to be an amazon coin or the coin will be accepted now in my opinion is amazon going to say no to money Eh, not really. I believe Amazon will eventually accept crypto payments, even if it is through a third-party channel, while it tries to take its piece of the crypto pie. Now, media claims that Bitcoin prices tumbled after that news, but as we all see, Bitcoin is still over 38000 right now. It is still trading thousands of dollars higher than it was just the same time last week. So not much of a tumble if you ask me. Other cryptos such as Dogecoin, Dogecoin found some renewed life over the past week with help from a hotly anticipated live discussion on Bitcoin and crypto between Tesla billionaire, quote, the quote unquote, the Doge father, Elon Musk and Twitter's Jack Dorsey. Now, per Forbes, Dogecoin and the second largest cryptocurrency, Ethereum, were arguably the event's surprise winners. On top of that, Elon Musk referred to Doge as no longer a speculative asset, but rather money. Remember what we said uh, early on in our podcast, well, podcast um, starting off maybe about a month and a half ago, we said Dogecoin is the people's money. 
That's what Dogecoin is. It's the people's money. Not the elitists, not the one percenters. It's the people's money. And that's what Dogecoin is. Now, Doge is currently trading at 20 cents. It is down a far cry from the 30s, 40s, and 50s. It enjoyed earlier this year, but no knock to Doge. The rest of the crypto market is still the same, is the same as well. The rest of the crypto market is trading lower than it did just a quarter ago. Now, DeFi tokens, decentralized finance tokens, also gained momentum because as Bitcoin goes, so does the rest of the crypto space. AMP, XVS, and RSR price saw strong breakouts after a short squeeze sent Bitcoin price within a hair of the $40,000 level. Now, in the DeFi market, the top performer over the past 24 hours has been AMP, which is a digital collateral token protocol that offers instant verifiable assurances for any kind of value transfer. Data from TradingView shows that after hitting a low of just $0.04 cents on July 25th, the price of AMP rallied 96% to reach an intraday high at $0.09 cents on July 26th as its 24-hour trading volume jumped more than 800% from an average of $20 million to $280 million. Venus, or XVS, a Binance Smart Chain-based algorithmic money market and synthetic stablecoin protocol also saw a strong breakout. The price of XVS spiked 63% from a low of $17.13 to an intraday high of $27.95. Its 24-hour trading volume surged by more than 600% to $180 million. Now, according to the latest data provided by Venus, the protocol currently has more than three billions with a B dollars in total value locked on the platform and over 1.8 billion dollars available in liquidity. Now the third biggest gainer was RSR Reserve Rights, which is a dual token stablecoin platform comprised of the reserve stablecoin RSV. And it is backed by a basket of assets managed by smart contracts and the RSR token, which helps to keep the price of RSV stable through a system of arbitrage opportunities. Now, Vortex data from Cointelegraph Markets Pro began to detect a bullish outlook for RSR on the 24th prior to the recent price rise. The Vortex score for RSR turned green on the 24th and climbed to a high of 76 roughly 28 hours before the price increased by 45%. Now the jump in price follows the 24th of the July upgrade to the protocol, which now allows app users to deposit and withdraw money on Saturdays and Sundays from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now what way to get more people in than being able to uh, use their money, work with their money on the weekends even when the bank is closed. Now all in all, I would say that the slump Crypto was in persisted due to the hype dwindling around the crypto space, including Dogecoin. Remember when everyone was talking about Dogecoin and Dogecoin was everywhere. It was in the news. It was on SNL. It was everywhere. People were talking about Dogecoin. That hype dwindled because you don't hear about it like that anymore, do you? See, the noise quieted down. And with the noise quieting down, the hype went down. The demand went down. And that happened to crypto in general. Now, do you think this recent chatter is enough to make drive another bull run? In my opinion, it's not. It's not going to drive another bull run. As you can see, it's kind of trading sideways right now. People are just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen next. 
Now, you will see some pullback for weeks to come until a truly significant event occurs. And that, ladies and gents, is crypto in the news. Moving on. I want to share with you a couple of money moves you can make to make your dollar stretch like elastic. From COVID to the past election cycle and everything in between, the news has been crazy and sensational. Now you can actually get paid for watching the news. You're not going to get rich quick. Hell, you won't even get rich. But every cent counts and every dollar you make, you can take and invest in your side hustle, whether it's investing in the market or in crypto or in real estate. I mean, the thing... The game of life is having multiple revenue streams. What's one more source of income? Who's gonna be mad at that? Now, research companies, they are paying individuals just like you and I to keep watching the news. You can add up to $225 a month just by signing up for a free account with Inbox Dollars. They present you with a few short news clips to choose from every day. Then they ask you a few questions about them. You answer them honestly and Inbox Dollars pays you every month. Simple as that. Another thing you can do is generational wealth. You know, generational wealth is something that's hard to come by for African Americans in this country, for black people in this country, for minorities in this country. I mean, it's just minorities in this country. I mean, it's just call a spade a spade. Even when it comes to life insurance, we get shortchanged on the amount of the policy payout we can buy. We don't get the half a million. We don't get the million dollar policy. We'll probably get 10000 30000 50000 Maybe even a hundred thousand if we're lucky. It's a well-known fact that it's common for non-colored people, if I can call them that. I mean, because white is a color, they can get a life insurance policy in a million-dollar range or a half a million-dollar range a lot easier than us colored folks. But don't call us colored. Anyway, even half a million seems to be asking too much from these companies when it comes to us. Well, check out Bestow. It can help you leave up to $1 million behind for your family in term life insurance. The best part is it costs you less than your Netflix subscription. It takes just minutes to get on board and you can see how much your life insurance you going uh, how much your life insurance you can get even if you don't have a million dollars in the bank. Now, you truly can Netflix and chill in peace. And finally, if you haven't done so, do so right now. Just go ahead Pop up your phone, open up the App Store, download Stash. You can easily just set money aside quickly and quietly using Stash. It's kind of like Acorn, but without all, without all the rounding and change and stuff like that. Stash lets you be a part of something that's normally exclusive to just the wealthy, being able to buy pieces of companies for as little as $1. That's right, you can invest in pieces of well-known companies such as Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, you name it. You can buy pieces of that company. You can buy ownership in those companies for as little as $1. And the best part, when those companies profit, you profit. Some companies will even send you a check every quarter for your share of the profit. They call those dividends. Dividends are a real, real thing for building passive income. Download Stash today. Try it out. I personally, I have it. And not only do I participate in the Stash parties just so I can get fractional shares of the biggest companies out there, I also have a mesh to market set up where every two weeks, $10 is automatically pulled from my account and deposited in my Stash. It's that's it. That's it. Just set it and forget it. Set it and forget it, money. You can come back a year later, two years later, three years later, and you'll see how much it has grown. While the market is growing and it's pulling out your money every two weeks or every month, however you set it up, it's ridiculous. 
Finally, I want to tell you about Fundrise for those that are interested in real estate. I happen to come across this app looking for some way to invest in real estate without actually having to go out and till the land, so to speak, look up properties, buy properties, renovate properties, all that, all that stuff I really don't have time to do yet and don't have the resources to do yet. I needed a way to get my foot in the door and I found Fundrise in that search and I felt it was a good starting point for me. Keyword for me. It might not be for you, but it was for me. Fundrise allows you to invest in real estate properties across the country and build up your portfolio. Now to be clear, this is a long play. This is not a get rich quick overnight. Property values aren't like the stock market or crypto market swinging wildly week to week up and down like that. It takes time to see significant gains barring something cataclysmic. Now in the meantime, you can earn dividends, you can earn interest in Fundrise and those dividends and interest is automatically reinvested into your real estate portfolio so it can continue to grow one acquisition at a time. Check it out. Check it out. Now we're going to talk about the market. In market news, tech stocks hit a, took a hit today. The sector in general ate a, ate a gut punch while the rest of the market dodged and weaved and bobbed China's breakdown. Both NASDAQ and the S&P 500 fell from record levels ahead of big tech earnings. For those that had that put option in play, I hope you got your money. Congratulations. I wish I could have done the same. I'm not set up like that yet, but we're getting there. Overall, all three major stock indexes snapped their five-day winning streak, buckling under the anticipation of quarterly results from some of the most prominent names in the tech sector, as well as Chinese regulatory crackdowns looming. Stocks slumped, led by technology stocks, as investors worried about a sell-off in Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index, which has put pressure on risk assets around the globe. Concerns weighing on the stock market include China's crackdown on technology companies and worries that the Delta variant of the coronavirus will hurt global growth, according to Arnim Holzer, a strategist with EAB Investment Group. Companies in the S&P 500 index have a significant portion of earnings outside of the U.S. Now, the Hang Seng Index ended 4.2% lower in Asian trade, marking its second consecutive drop of more than 4% amid China's regulatory crackdown on technology stocks. Investors fear that the Asia sell-off will blunt the impact of tech earnings. As I mentioned in the previous video, the crackdown and regulatory pressure caused a major dip in Bitcoin and crypto prices. This war on tech in China, it's not over. It's not going to be over anytime soon, and it's causing many foreign investors pull out in fear of losing it all. And we all know what happens when a mass exodus occurs. A fire sale. But this one sale might not be one that can recover quite as quickly. Now, this is definitely just a phase in the Chinese market as pressure continues to build. There will be some leveling off before another big dip that will have far-reaching implications. From the chip shortage to major tech companies relying on a supply chain that involves China, a cascade of problems is nearing avalanche levels. Look at NIO, for example. Now, take a look at your investment portfolio. Try to pinpoint which companies have a reliance on China or Chinese products. You'll want to watch those companies and see what protocols they put in place to stave off economic ruin. It's not about what happens to you, but how you bounce back. Preparation wins games. This game of life is the ultimate game. Okay? Now, before I go, I just want to rattle off a few companies that are reporting earnings this week. 
They are Apple, AMD, Microsoft, Google, Starbucks, Visa, Mattel, Norton LifeLock, Hawaiian Holdings, Paramount Group, just to name a few. They are all reporting earnings this week. If you want to know the rest of the reporting earnings this week, go to EarningsWhisper.com. Again, EarningsWhisper.com. Now, based on your stock, if you're going to buy and hold, <clears throat> regardless of the price flux, it may be a good time to put in the option play, whether call or put, to get more bang for your buck. But study your holdings, learn the patterns, research how those companies have been doing. It will pay off in the end. Thank you for tuning into Money Talks Sundays. I covered a lot of material in this episode. I hope you found some of it valuable. Again, Please like, share, and subscribe. Shoot me some feedback on what you just heard. I enjoy hearing from you guys. I love replying back to as, uh, to you guys. I reply back to as many messages as I can. Don't forget to check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. Subscribe to the YouTube page, Money Talk Sundays. You can click this link right here to take you to a central hub where you will find everything Money Talk Sundays on social media. Let me hear from you. Let me hear from you. Let me hear from you. Again, this is Stevie B, your investment bro. Until next time, the marathon continues.